Welcome to the Underground, unlocking alternative journeys to health with host Kelly Richardson. Over the next hour, you're going to hear from the experts of bioenergetic kinesiology and clients who have experienced success with this modality. Now, here is Kelly. Welcome to the Underground. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. I'm the owner of the Richardson Center for Learning and Wellness in Janesville, Wisconsin, where we provide services for people with concussions, trauma, allergies, learning issues, and those with aches and pains. I've been in the field for over a decade and share a passion to teach others about bioenergetic kinesiology. One way I plan on doing this is bringing in leaders in my field, as well as clients to tell their personal stories on the show. You can reach me at kellyrichardson.us, or you can call the office at 608-563-5202. Today, I wanted to give a shout out. I've been getting numbers from around the world. So I want to give a shout out to Japan, the Netherlands, Brazil, New Zealand, Sweden, and Ireland. Thank you for joining this small town girl from Milton, Wisconsin on our show of the underground. This week, we are going to be hearing from John McGuire. John is a world-renowned expert in the field of applied kinesiology and touch for health. Over the past 42 years, he has shared his expertise with over 100,000 health professionals from 92 countries. Since 1994, John has presented at Tony Robbins' Life Mastery University, where his students are continually amazed by the profound and rapid results they receive using his easy-to-follow methods. John's social media following is at 400,000 people. They find his practical techniques highly effective at relieving stress and pain, both for themselves as well as their family and friends. Today, we will be talking with John about his valuable insights on how to be a master of your emotions. Welcome to the underground, John. Thank you, Kelly. It's a delight to be here. How did you get into the field of bioenergetic kinesiology? Well, it's, uh, it was quite an adventure. I was a massage therapist back in the 70s in Akron, Ohio, not too far from you. And everyone was showing me about muscle testing and touch for health and applied kinesiology. I finally had a, a yoga teacher. I mean, I was a yoga teacher, a yoga student. He came to my class and at the end, he said, he's a chiropractor. He says, John, I want to show you something. And then he showed me actual muscle testing. I heard about it, but he showed me, he said, I want you to hold your arm up. And he applied pressure on my arm. And he says, now watch this. And he stroked in a very certain direction. And my arm went totally weak when he retested it. And he stroked in the other, and it was strong. And I said, wow, <laughs> Dr. Koenig, that's really amazing. He says, well, we're having a demonstration at our chiropractic office. Come and check it out. And I was blown away by how you could tap into the body's innate intelligence by testing a muscle to find out is energy flowing, is energy blocked, is there stress in the body, is there dysfunction, both energetic and structural. So I said, where did you learn all this? He said, we studied from the originator, Dr. George Goodhart up in Detroit, Michigan. And I thought, wow, what an opportunity that would be. Well, fast forward a couple years later, I had actually taken a Touch for Health class to learn the basics, as you're the president of Touch for Health, so I'm speaking <laughs> to the president here. And it turned out that I was getting really great results when I went back and used it in my client with my clients. I then was teaching, or actually practicing in a chiropractic office, 
and another office, and they said, you know, one of our doctors is going up to study with George Goodhart in his year-long certification program. Would you like to join him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. I spent a whole year. Yeah, I spent a whole year studying with the master. Now, at the end of that year, I got a flyer in the mail said, we have a touch for health instructor training that happened to be at the yoga a retreat that I studied with and, and was following for years. It was like perfect timing. It was all divinely inspired. So I become a touch for health instructor. And I was so thrilled to share this with others, taught a workshop pretty much every month for several years. I went to the annual meeting of touch for health and I believe it was 1985 in San Diego, California. And they announced the person who taught the most touch for health in the United States, and they're talking about this person, who is it? Who is it? And they gave it as my name. I said, wow. <laughs> well, the next year, they invited me to come and be on the faculty of Touch for Health. Now, I missed the winners in Ohio. You know, I had to be in the, the you know, beautiful sunshine, palm trees, and, and got to work with John Thee, not only as the program director of Touch for Health, but also as his chiropractic assistant. So I got to watch him in his office working with people. And so that was for me, like the ultimate opportunity to study with George Goodhart, to work and have John Thea as like my second father, you know, talking with him every day, watching him work. So I then became, that's kind of how I got started, if you will. It was all just dropped into my lap and I just went for it. So Dr. Goodhart and John Thee, can you explain who those men were yes. more in detail? Okay. okay. So George Goodhart, he, as a chiropractor in Detroit, Michigan, got a book for Christmas from one of his fellow chiropractors saying, it's called Muscle Testing and Function by two physical therapists, Kendall and Kendall. And they showed you how to manually muscle test, you know, how to muscle test, which we also call muscle response testing, muscle checking. It's where you're putting gradual increasing pressure on a specific skeletal muscle, and then the bot, it's either strong or it lets go and is inhibited, or we call it weak. So he figured out the first person to ever discover this is he had a patient with a shoulder problem and he couldn't um, he couldn't hold his arm up in, in a specific position for the anterior serratus muscle. And he was trying to get this patient was trying to get a job at the motor factory. And he said, doc, fix my shoulder. And he couldn't push. He didn't have strength to push things forward as he would need to in the factory. Well, then George Goodhart saw, oh, I looked in the book, Kendall and Kendall, it said to uh, apply pressure in this method direction. And he said, oh, that muscle is inhibited. It's weak. That's your problem, Ronald. And he goes, okay, now what? So Goodhart says, well, let me massage the end of the muscle. And he palpated it and he found, oh, there are these tender nodules there. Well, the nodules went away after 30, 60 seconds of palpation. And he said, hold that arm up again. And now the muscle was totally strong. And the guy says, wow, my shoulder feels great now. And he went on to get the job in the motor factory. So Goodhart, it was like discovering fire. That was the first discovery that led to everything we're doing. It's amazing. Because then Goodhart, as he kept working with patients, saying, well, I'll just rub the ends of the muscles. He said, this doesn't always work. But he found another set of points. We call them neurolymphatics that are neurological reflexes, generally a right um, 
off the sternum in the front and down the front of the body as well as along the spine. That activates energy flow to both the nerves and what's known as the acupuncture meridians. And that's where Goodhart discovered that every muscle is related to an organ and an acupuncture meridian. So when an organ is under stress, what happens is the energy flowing to a muscle will get diminished and it won't be at full power. Well, there was another doctor, I'm getting too much of the history, named Dr. Chapman that discovered these neurological reflexes. We again call them neurolymphatic points. And as people are listening, I'll give them a couple they can rub right now. Um, one would be right on the bottom of the ribs as in the front of your body, just on top of the abdomen, I want them to rub right there. These are points related to the small intestine. So find the cartilage, it's the ribs that run in front, down from your breastbone, get on the underneath side of it and rub it towards your head, back and forth with your fingers with firm pressure. Now, if you find a tender spot there, that means it has blocked energy. Now, when you unblocked and when you unblock energy, symptoms go away naturally. And that's the beauty of this, because I found, as I was working with my own clients, that when I found blocked energy through doing muscle testing, we'll talk about that a little more in a bit, uh, then what you get is you unblock the energy, and then symptoms will go away naturally. So keep rubbing all the way down there as I'm talking about this. So that was Goodhart. Now, John Thee, a chiropractor was at a convention where he heard this new, this Dr. Goodhart talking about new procedures was going to be at the convention. Well, Goodhart goes out to him and sees him in the, uh, the foyer outside the meeting room. He says, are you going to see the next speaker? And John Thee didn't know who Goodhart was. He looks down at Goodhart. By the way, John Thee's 6'5", Goodhart's 5'6". And he looks down at this little man. He says, yeah, I heard he's got some great stuff. I want to see him. He says, well, that's good because I am Dr. Goodhart and you have what I want to demonstrate. So when I ask for a volunteer, you come up. <laughs> so then he goes up to the front of the room and Goodhart does a manual muscle test on, the, on John's neck. And he uh, was on a hard banquet table and he says, hold your neck up and I'm going to press on it and you hold it up. And bam, he slams Dr. Thee's head back into the table. And then John says, wait a minute, I wasn't ready. So he goes, okay, are you ready now? And he takes his microphone so everyone can hear him say, yes, I'm ready now. Okay, good. And he pushes again and bam, he slams his head into the table. So now the next thing he says, well, I'm going to rub these reflexes on the front of your body. And everyone, you can rub this on your own. It's going to be under the collarbone, just about two inches off from the sternum and get in there with your thumbs and rub firmly. These are reflexes for the neck muscles. And John told me, he says, oh my God, it was so tender. It was writhing in pain because Goodhart was, you know, he was go deep for the bone. And so after 30 seconds, he says, bring your head back up now and let's try it again. And then he pushed as hard as he could and John's head would not move. So he says, wow, this is fantastic. I want to study with this guy. John then was it, it followed him around the country whenever he presented and he was the guy that would run his slides. So at, at a certain point, John said, there's a lot of this that's just really great for non-doctors. Lay people should know this. So he asked George, he said, George, why don't you write a book for lay people? And George said, John, if you want a book for lay people, you write it. 
Okay, well, the blessing is we got the Touch for Health book. The first book came out, what is it, like 50 years ago in 1973. 1973. That was the first book. And that's where John said, okay, let's put it out there. And it took off like wildfire. So there's um, all these people from all over the world start coming to our annual meetings and learning this, becoming instructors. And we developed an international faculty, which I was very proud to be part of. And then it grew in the 90s into what's called the International Kinesiology College, which I was at the forefront of that when that started. So basically, just to note, all of this work, it's breakthrough work, it gets results, and it's working in this primary basis. We are energetic beings, and we have all these energy flows through our body, primarily meridians, the acupuncture meridians, where they're channels, where vessels or chi flows. It's a bioelectrical energy. And when that energy gets blocked from various forms of stress, then the body doesn't function at optimum performance, as well as we have mental stress and emotional stress as a fallout of that blockage. So I'll be sharing some techniques on that here as we go through. But that's the, the basic premise is what we do in kinesiology is we find where is energy blocked. We find out what will unblock it, which is sometimes an acupressure point, a massage reflex. It can even be a visualization, an affirmation, some little non-invasive, gentle procedure. And then when the energy is unblocked, we recheck to see is if we're doing a muscle test, is the muscle strong now? And then when energy flow is restored, the person says, wow, I feel better in almost every case. So that's basically what we're doing in kinesiology, in bioenergetic kinesiology. I love how you tell when they first started getting together, they didn't use massage tables. They actually just used the banquet tables. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> you use what you have. And, you can and they still do. Yeah, yeah, you can use the tables or you can do it with them standing up. They don't even have to lay down, which is yeah. really nice. So when did well, you start your own practice? When well, did you start working this full time? I was a massage therapist licensed in 79. I took my first Touch for Health class in 81, uh, started with Goodhart in 82. So in 1982, I started incorporating AK of applied kinesiology, which is bioenergetic kinesiology and another, you know, name. And my practice grew exponentially. And so when uh, clients, they started finding me, you know, like from miles away. And in fact, um, I had some people would come even from other states because I was getting results that nobody else was. So that was um, in 1982. I, again, I I was practicing through 1986 and the beginning of 87. In fact, um, yeah, it was January 87 that I moved to Pasadena and then I started teaching full time, but I still have a practice as well. What's your favorite part about doing this work? Well, the most favorite result is it gets results. Right. You know, back when I back when I was just a massage therapist, people come in with aches or pains and I massage them. And sometimes I feel, you know, it's somewhat better or eh, it's any better. And Goodhart described it as this. He said, what 
you're doing, John, is you're using the rub and hope method, which is what most massage therapists do. Oh, it hurts. Let me rub it and I'll hope it gets better. <laughs> now I have a science to say, wow, I can find out what's exactly wrong with that person and fix it. And in many cases, Goodhart would say this, where you think it is, it ain't. Mm -hmm. An example, I had someone come in and they were prescribed Ambien for their sleep insomnia. They were prescribed Xanax for their anxiety. Now, I'm not saying don't use drugs. Drugs definitely have replaced. But this man said, I want to see if I can get sleep and get my, rid of my anxiety without taking drugs. So I said, well, let's see what we got. When I did my testing, I found out it was a structural issue with a, a cranial bone. And you work with, with this, so you know first off. Mm -hmm. And so I found out it was affecting his pineal gland, which was affecting his melatonin and his serotonin and his sleep cycle and his GABA levels that were affecting his anxiety. So I just, he literally needed his head examined. <laughs> and so after doing, after doing a, a, just a simple, basic thing, he didn't, he said, wow, I, I'm sleeping like a baby now and I'm, I have no more anxiety. So that's just a simple example of the, the delight of I can find out what's really going on. And the analogy I use is most people are mopping up a puddle on the floor and nobody's looking up to the ceiling to see, well, what's the source where the hole is that's causing the puddle? We don't treat symptoms. In fact, John Thies said that. He says, you're not treating anything. What you're doing is balancing energy. We call it a touch for health balance. We don't call it a touch for health treatment. And when you balance energy, the body knows how to heal itself. Right. In fact, the original name was health from within. That was the first workshop. My chiropractor was there. He lives in Malibu where the workshop was. And it was called health from within. And I believe John said one of his patients said, you know, you ought to call it touch for health. That's got better ring to it. And it was that ever since. So. Well, we're going to take a break right now and we'll be back with John McGuire. Today, we've been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist, John McGuire. When we return, we will hear some of John's stories from the field. Stay tuned. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Are you not getting the answers or results you are looking for in your healthcare journey? Join the underground each week as we explore alternative tracks to wellness. We will be bringing on experts in the field of bioenergetic kinesiology, as well as hear stories about those who have had success in utilizing this modality. The Underground, unlocking alternative journeys to health. Hosted by Kelly Richardson. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. In this polarizing age of misinformation, it is critical to examine the lessons of the past 
on history, culture, and trauma. Ingrid Cochran, CEO of Paces Connection, and her guests will explore historical trauma and outline how our collective past shades our perception of today's world and our shared experiences. In this podcast, we will examine the impact of past atrocious cultural events and the impact of the systemic trauma of racism and poverty on the human experience. Ingrid and her guest will also outline what is needed for our collective healing. Please join us for History, Culture, and Trauma, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Underground. We have been talking with John McGuire and how he got his start in the bioenergetic kinesiology field. Next up, we're going to ask John some questions about emotions. So John, can you tell us how bioenergetic kinesiology plays into the emotions in the body? Yes. First of all, emotions are another layer of energy. We have our physical body, which is slowed down energy. And then there's the etheric body and the acupuncture meridians interface the physical body, as well as the layer above it, the emotional body, and then the mental body. So our thoughts, emotions, physical body, even the food we eat, all have a physical or an energetic vibration. Dr. Hawkins talks about this in his book, Power Versus Force. So with emotions, you want to consider that they're, they're expressing the balance or imbalance in the body. In fact, when you balance emotions, I'm going to give you a technique here in, a, in a, just a minute. When you, when you balance the energy, upsetting emotions just go away. So uh, let's just do one real simple one right here. You, if you touch the forehead very lightly with the pads of your fingers, just above your eyebrows, you'll feel a little bump there. Now, if you touch that very lightly, Goodhart discovered that this then sends energy flow to the emotional centers in the, the brain. So as you're listening here, if you just notice, say, um, some upset, maybe a simple upset, frustration, or something you're angry about, might be even sad about, and you just touch here lightly, and you just breathe slowly from the belly, and just keep even noticing that. If you are noticing it from a state of pure awareness, just observing it, kind of like it's a boat floating by on a stream or a cloud floating by in the sky. And just be with the emotion while you're touching these points. If you do that for 90 seconds, that upset will disappear. It will often just vanish. And then maybe another emotion comes up. But just simply doing this technique allows the energetic field to shift so that there's no longer a disruption and energy flows. Remember, it's all about finding where energy is blocked, doing simple techniques like this to get energy flowing. So great technique for you to try at home. And uh, 
just even lie down or if sometimes I'll notice even if I'm in the car and I'm sitting in a traffic jam, I'll just touch those points with one hand while I got the other hand on the wheel, keep the eyes open, and just breathe. And amazing things happen from just that little simple technique. And people do this subconsciously and they don't even realize this when they put their hand to their forehead and they're like, oh Oh, my goodness, they're already doing that. That's an emotional stress release point. It's it it physiologically it works. Mm -hmm. And now we know that can be used as a intentional technique. So anytime you're up under stress, put your hands there, do some slow deep breathing, because what we generally do when we're under stress, (gasps) we stop breathing. Well, guess what? That blocks energy too. So the more you can breathe, slow deep breaths. In fact, here's a tip for stimulating what's called the vagus nerve that puts us in a uh, relaxation response is if you breathe in a count of four, hold it a count of five, and then breathe out your mouth a count of eight. That pattern will help also get you in a equanimous state. So that's another tip. And in fact, I do that if I wake up in the middle of the night, like I did last night, I did about five of those. And I was thinking, I wonder if this will work. The next thing I knew, I woke up a couple hours later. So I guess it did. (laughs) So that's a great tip for you too, that little breathing technique, because there's so many techniques. I teach these in my classes that, and also we do, I have, uh, you mentioned 400,000 followers on social media. We'll give that later. Those little tips, 30-second tips. I have another one that I did to stimulate dopamine, and we got 7 million views. A great way to stimulate dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter that makes you feel good and makes you alert, awake. That's why people drink coffee often, especially in the morning, because caffeine stimulates dopamine, but it doesn't do it in the healthiest way, especially coffee that's not organic and all that. So what I do is you tap right under the upper lip, you know, on that little dimple above the chin, right under, under the lower lip, under the lower lip, you want to take two fingers and just tap, 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 breathing again. And that's a great way to stimulate dopamine. Now, on the other hand, let's say you want to go to sleep. I'll give you another tip there, right off the opening of the nose. That's another acupressure point happens to be large intestine 20 for people that know their acupuncture. Tapping on that when you want to go to sleep at night, like tap, 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 up to about 50 times, even 100. And as I get to the number I'm about to stop, I slow down to tap, tap, tap. And I did that with my daughter when she was young. She'd always be wired late at night. And as whenever I tapped her those points, you know, right off the nose to go to sleep, it's under the lower lip for going awake. But that would really help her to the point where, you know, and she'd be four years old. She'd go right off to sleep the next day and say, how did you sleep? And she said, Daddy, I slept like a baby. <laughs> so little, little tips like that are, are just easy to incorporate into your daily life. So is there any other ways that we can master our emotions? Good question. Well, when I worked with Tony, well, I still do work with Tony Robbins. Back in the day, he said, John, my work boils down to these two things. One is where you put your focus. And the second is the meaning you make of things. One way we can direct our focus is by asking ourselves a question. In fact, most of the time we're asking, like, 
oh, what's wrong with me or what's wrong with that person or why can't I ever get ahead? That's not an empowering emotion. Mm -mm. What you want to ask is, wow, what can I learn from this? If it's a challenging situation, yeah. what's great about this? How can my life and the lives of others being, be better out of me going through this? In fact, when difficult situations happen, ask yourself the question, how can this serve me? In fact, here's a statement you can write down. This is a great belief. I think Mother Teresa had this. She said, um, whatever happens in my life, it doesn't happen to me, it happens for me. Everything happens for a reason and a purpose, and it serves us. And she also said, God will never give me th anything that I can't handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much. Mm -hmm. I have heard <laughs> so, her. I've heard that quote from Mother Teresa. Yeah, so it's all about what you're focusing on and the meaning you make of it, which is, again, having a meaning that empowers you. So like there's a man I, I got the pleasure of interviewing where and his trainer was a touch for health student of mine. He says, I'm getting amazing results with this guy. His name's Bob Wheeland you can look him up on the internet. He was um, in Vietnam. Uh, he stepped on a landmine and they thought he was dead. So they put him in a body bag mm. and they noticed, oh my God, the body bag is moving. He's not dead. <laughs> they pull him out of the bag. Fortunately, he's saved but he loses both his legs. So Bob told me this, he said, you know, when I realized I'm never gonna walk again, he then thought, wow, well, I could mean that this, my life is over, nothing's gonna be worthwhile anymore. But he, he said, you know, I'm gonna take it as an opportunity that this means I can do things no other human has ever done. And sure enough, he has. He started doing marathons, not in a wheelchair, but where he put his arms in front of him, lift his body up and go a, uh, uh, you know, a couple mm -hmm. feet forward. And he'd put him down and go again. And he would take like 86 hours to do a marathon. But then I saw him at the Ironman triath triathlon in Hawaii. He did the old Ironman. He, he swam 2.4 miles, did the whole bike with his hands, not like a wheelchair, pivoting the bike up the Kona coast and then did the full marathon. I think it took him five days. But then he went from one side of the country, California, he went all the way to the East Coast in two and a half years, doing one step after another. And so he's amazing motivational speaker. He's also was a strength coach for the Green Bay Packers. And so he says, whenever something bad happens, have it mean, wow, I've got opportunities now. And that Back to the focus, where you put your focus, ask yourself an empowering question, like, what's great about this? Or the other thing is, what do I have to be grateful for right now? And you can't feel sadness, anxiety, fear, anger when you focus on gratitude. It's the most empowering emotion because in heart math, it's a whole form in, in uh, uh, Boulder Creek, California, these doctors found that when you focus on gratitude, it creates a pattern in your heart that totally can heal your body. So really important thing to master your emotions, focus on what you're thankful for, what you have gratitude for, and whenever you're down, 
focus on a feel good thought, like somebody you love, somebody you're grateful for. You know, it's just, there's so much to focus on that's positive. Unfortunately, our news program doesn't follow that along. You know, the news broadcasts, they go for all the negative. Well, well and that's why no it. one's listening to them anymore, right? Yeah, don't watch it. You don't, yeah. And, and focus on, again, where your focus goes, energy flows. Focus up, your energy will go up. So focus and meaning, that's the key. What happens if the body... Uh- in the body, if the emotions are not in balance in the body, can you give us some examples of, of what that may look like for our listeners? Yeah, well, disease is one thing. In mm-hmm. fact, I worked with Carl Simonton. He was actually a client of mine. He was the first oncologist to put the body-mind connection together that, oh, emotions relate to cancer. And so... Um, It basically starts with, again, blocking energy where meridians aren't feeding the organs and the cells of the body with the proper energy and health response. So over time, that gets worse and worse and worse. In fact, a lot of cancer uh, has a person holding resentment, which is an emotion that affects the liver. And liver toxicity is almost always congruent with cancer. So first thing is let go of all resentment. Anybody you resent, have any resentment for, for your own good. You might have total justification to hold that resentment, but for your own good, and I'll give you a little tip, you can tap it out. Um, I like to tap a positive things on the left. This is how Goodhart taught it. It's right over the ear, about an inch or two over the ear, let's say, uh, three, four centimeters for you in metric zones. Over your left ear, tap from the front above the ear towards the back, and you can say an affirmation. We have a whole course that we do this in, but this is where you could say, uh, for my own good, I now let go of all resentment for this person. For my own benefit, I now let go of all resentment. And I feel peace. You could say, I, I feel peace. I feel peace. Now, on the right side, this is how Goodhart taught it. He says, do the same thing just over the right ear from front to back in a little semicircle. And he would say, I no longer hold resentment. I no longer hold ill will. Whatever you want to get rid of. Now, that could be an emotion, but it also could be a pattern, negative pattern like smoking. I no longer smoke cigarettes. I no longer need to smoke. And on the left, I am free of, of the habit of smoking. I am free, you know, positive affirmation on the left. So yeah, you don't want to have the negative emotions. For one, you don't feel good. <laughs> it's the main thing. We want to be happy. You can't be happy stewing about problems in your life or people you hold resentment for, or even yourself. That's the person that's most important to re- remove resentment for is yourself. Mm-hmm. self-love and just I forgive myself for all the wrongdoings I've done I forgive myself for any mistakes I've made I love myself I have love and compassion for myself and others and tapping that in just filling your being your energetic being which is not just your physical body it's the whole energy body that it goes out in fact when you have positive energy it beams it out to others that can change them. So you don't have, um, you know, if people are like negative and, and, and you're like reacting to their negativity. Oh, I hate when they're like that. I hate when they, well, they bring you down. 
One of my mentors, Les Brown, phenomenal motivational speaker says, if you can't bring other people up, don't let them bring you down. Well, it's like when you enter a room, are you being influenced by the room or are you coming in and influencing that room? And mm -hmm. I try to be the one that comes in and change the energy in the room towards the good rather than come in and change the energy towards the bad. So we exactly. have that self-responsibility inside of us where we have to be responsible for our attitudes and how we're reacting to things as well. Right. Yep. And the way I do it is just beam out, everyone beam out from your heart. Like you can just feel like a beam of light coming out from the center of your chest, beaming out love and compassion and just say, where can I alert, bring that out on others? Even when I'm in shopping or something and I'll go to the store and I'll, I'll just, you know, first smiling is always great. Smile to the checkout person and say, wow, I really appreciate your excellent service today and how you're getting me through these lines so fast. You know, even once I went to the DMV in uh, Hawaii, uh, getting my thing renewed and I got to the clerk and, you know, they're like, you know, all these people frustrated and they're negative. And so I said to the woman, God, I want to thank you for your excellent service here. You know, you guys are just so aloha spirit, you know, just make me feel so good. And it was sincere. And she just almost fell out of her chair. But the point is, Ha your number one responsibility in, in mine in life is to bring other people up. And if you can't, just don't let them bring you down. You know, just acknowledge them, thank them for their service. Even the guy cleaning the garbage out in, in the street. So those are some of my, <laughs> my tips for beaming others up. Those are really good. We're going to take a break right now. You've been listening to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We've been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist John McGuire on his experiences in the field. When we return from break, we will be taking your calls at 866-472-5791. Stay tuned for the conclusion of The Underground. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Are you tired of feeling powerless over food? Do you obsess over every bite? Dr. Nina is here to help you identify your hidden triggers, stop emotional eating, and create permanent, sustainable weight loss. No more diets and no more deprivation. 
Learn how to live a life of freedom, joy, and happiness while still enjoying the food you love. Join Dr. Nina as she shares her expertise on how to outsmart emotional leading and live your best life on The Binge Cure with Dr. Nina. Thursdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Underground. Today we have been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist John McGuire. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. If you have any questions for John, we'll be taking your calls at 866-472-5791. In the meantime, while we're waiting to hear from our listeners, I have some more questions for you, John. What what has been the greatest impact that bioenergetic kinesiology has had on your life personally? As far as applying the skills, the techniques, the knowledge, my greatest challenge came, gee, it's like 1999. Um, Very unfortunate that my son, who was 11 months old at the time, had a tragic accident and died. And I just felt like life is no longer worth living. I just don't want to. I would wake up in the morning and say, I just want to die. I just want to die. So I started doing um, some of the things that helped was a simple tapping thing. I'll just tell you what I was doing here, and you can do it if you have any you know, emotions that are strong. Right under the eye, on the top of the cheekbone, I started tapping with two fingers on each side. And the other thing is I just allowed myself to relax into the tears and just be and just cry and cry and cry because there's a saying, Whatever you can feel and express, you can heal. So I just relaxed into the tears, as hard as that was. And I, you know, did, besides the tapping, I did the thing I told you earlier with the forehead. I would just have my fingers pretty much glued there through the day. (laughs) And I also said, you know, I need a break every now and then. So with my wife at that time, we, we rented a funny movie. It was called Clean Slate by Dana Carvey. Well, I used to see it at the gym in Malibu when I lived there. <laughs> and it was so hilarious. We just took a break, you know? And the other thing is I, I got around uplifting people. In fact, John Thee was the first person I called after they pronounced my son dead. He had lost a daughter. And so I knew he had been to the top of the mountain and he told me these two things. He said, First, John, no, you will get over this. I couldn't imagine I would ever get over this this grief. I know next week you got someone speaking on grief, so this is yeah, a very important topic. On it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great! And it's so key to have um, you, first to let you feel the emotion. See, we don't want to feel it, so we take a drug or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. I just relaxed into it, and then he said, "I will get over this," so it gave me hope. And then the second thing he said is, as soon as you can, get back to helping other people. Because when you're focused, remember focus, if your focus is on your own problems, your own dilemma, you're in a quicksand. 
But if I'm focusing on helping other people, and I, I, I had um, a student I worked with about, I don't know, it was maybe five, 10 days later. And then I taught a class a few weeks later. And I, I felt so elated that I could then share my gifts and help others because that's where the true happiness comes. In fact, it was a quote, you can write this down. It's those who are truly happy are those who have sought and found a way to serve. That was Albert Schweitzer, the great humanitarian doctor. He said, those who are truly happy are those who have sought in a way and found a way to serve. So John said, focus on service, knowing you will get over this. And, um, and the other thing is focus. I focus on little Michael's. He was so cute and so funny. In fact, I still have a smiling face up in places, my houses, because he brings me joy. And, and I took the meaning of that is I had this incredible gift for 11 months to know a love I never knew could exist. I had so much love and the love is still there. And I felt him connecting with me after, you know, really intense, like he was telling me messages and communicating with me. Um, and I then realized, wow, there is no death. We just slip out of this physical form, but I'm going to see him again. And so it really gave me incredible um, knowledge and awareness. And then when my daughter came along three years later, I really could appreciate her. In fact, I took three years off work from about the time she was two until she was five to just be with her every day and just enjoy being a dad. And so that was kind of a, a lot of it's kinesiology, but it's also philosophy and what, again, you focus on and the meaning you make of things. Where do you see this work going in the next 10 years? Or where would you like to see this field going in the next 10 years? Well, obviously getting out there to more and more people, which is my mission. I, I, I think we are so in need of this awareness that we can find out, like with muscle testing, you can find out what are your optimum foods for your diet to have you live a healthier and longer life. Um, also, the, the emotional things. We have a, a course coming up, my uh, psychological kinesiology certification program, where people are now becoming clinicians, doing this with others, getting amazing results. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to keep exploding. In fact, we're, we're coming up a with a movie for applied kinesiology that's going to be a documentary to get that out to more people, to, to really make it mainstream. And it's it, and even doctors, I have medical doctors studying with me and the whole functional medical field where they're saying, let's find out what brings health rather than what treats disease. You know, we don't have a healthcare system in this country. We have a disease treatment system and it's people focusing on uh, pharma, you know, drugs. Now, drugs can save your life and there's a place for them. But so many drugs, even John Thie talked about this, are misused. We have, I think it's 6% of the world's population in the United States. I believe we, we consume 70% of the pharmaceutical drugs. And they ain't working in a lot of cases. But when people, I have people that come in in intense pain and I do a, a simple non-invasive procedure on them and they're out of pain, like often instantly. And it, it, the, what we're doing, it gets to the source to correct it so the body will no longer need the pain. The pain is basically a message 
hey, stop using my leg or, you know, don't do this, don't do that until you get yourself balanced. Well, when you balance the energy <laughs> and the body says, we don't need to express the pain anymore because it's working the way it's meant to work. <laughs> yeah. You also teach in this field. What classes and courses do you teach? Because oh. I'm hearing a, a bunch of different ones. What would be, where would someone start with, with kinesiology if they took classes from you? Yeah. From my courses on kinesiologyinstitute.com, and I'll just spell that out for you. K-I-N-E-S-I-O-L-O-G-Y institute.com. First place to start for most people is the AK fundamentals, AK being applied kinesiology. And that's where you learn the first step is to understand the concepts of how the energy flows and energy fields is what we're tapping into, and then how to know how to do accurate muscle testing. Mm -hmm. That's often what people first have a challenge with is, I can't get this muscle testing. Well, again, I've taught well over 100,000 people how to muscle test, and it boils down to this. You start with a gradual increasing pressure, first making sure the person doesn't have any um, issues with their shoulder or whatever you're testing. Um, and then say with a straight arm test, elbow straight, putting your hand just above the wrist on the forearm and you just gradually push back with about two to eight pounds of pressure, starting just the weight of your hand and go a little more, a little more, a little more. And then I'll have them say, and, and they'll feel if it's a locked or strong response where it doesn't move. Then I'll say, okay, say a name that isn't your own. So then I say, well, say my name is Donald Trump. And then I say, my name is Donald Trump. And then push again and then see if it moves. <laughs> That's what it looks like when it switches off. Then there's a whole bunch of things we teach in our courses, like how you can then, once you have a strong muscle, you can find out, well, where's energy blocked in the body, like touching there's a system called uh, circuit locating, where if you or the person touches a place on their body and you retest a strong, we call it indicator muscle, it's a biofeedback kind of lever to say, is energy flowing here? If it's not, the muscle releases. So we teach that in our AK fundamentals class. Now, the other one that's very relevant right now for a lot of people are, uh, you don't have to take that class to start is our psychological kinesiology certification program. And you could do these online without the certification, but you'll see if you go on the site, there's there's the, the dance courses that are on the right as you scroll down. And the one that says psychological kinesiology, you don't really need a lot of the, more of the uh, neural lymphatic, all the uh, switches, we call them neural lymphatics, neurovasculars. Those are, let's call them energy switches, like light switches on the wall that switches energy blockage or flow on to clear energy blockage. That's where we really dive into the things that are the most important to be happy, how to overcome upset quickly. There's an emotional quick fix technique in there. We, we talk about the six human needs. When you meet your six human needs, you are truly happy. And so we go deep dive into like the affirmation techniques in there, and you can um, you can study that without doing the fundamentals first, but those are basically two good places to start. And if people are already working in the field, they might want to do the structural kinesiology, like for body workers, chiropractors, as well as we have the energy kinesiology and energy, energy workers love that. So those are some of my uh, courses that are particularly of uh, value, I think, to our listeners. 
So we're, we're wrapping up here, but what is the coolest thing that you've been able to be a part of doing this work? Any well, it's got to be, <laughs> oh yeah, it's got to be going uh, and working with Tony Robbins. Just backing up one thing there. I do have free classes. If you go on that site, kinesiologyinstitute.com, right up at the top, there's a way you put your name and email address and you can watch more free, where you actually see me doing things. You can watch free courses. So that's just, I wanna make a mention of that. Yeah, so back into the, um, the story. Uh, when I got the call to work with Tony Robbins and they said, I, I sat a goal down in 1993. I wrote down on my goals, in the next year, I will work with Tony Robbins. <laughs> Six months later, they give me a call and said, yeah, Tony wants you to come. I didn't make any call out to them. And he said, yeah, Tony wants you to come to his Life Mastery program and be on stage. And I'm sharing the stage with people like uh, Deepak Chopra, Norman Schwarzkopf, um, all these wild, big time. I felt like I was on the dream team of empowering presenters to be up there on stage and uh, so I did this one technique. I teach it in my fundamentals uh, class. A woman, I said, I want someone with pain. Who's got pain? And from the back of the room, people were saying, get her, get her. This woman comes up to the stage from the back of the room on crutches. Mm -hmm. I only did seven minutes of the technique. It was rubbing all the neural lymphatic points. And I didn't even do any muscle testing. I just, you know, make it simple. Here, rub all these points. She, I, and she came up with level 10 pain. I said, well, what is it now? I said, well, I feel a little bit in there, but not really much. She stands up, checks her legs out, grabs her crutches, and walks <laughs> off the stage. And it's it was like a thousand, a thousand people are going, wow, he's, he heals the lame. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Felt like I was Jesus or something up there. <laughs> and no, that whole- just know the science behind it. Yeah, it's I just I just rubbed the points. There was nothing more to it. It's like it's that's what's so great about this work. And I, I was showing other techniques and people were coming up at the end saying, God, I did what you told me. I had pain that was for weeks and weeks in my feet, and I just rubbed those gate reflexes that you know about, the acupressure points on the feet, and she that's all gone. That's what's so great about this work. It gets results and it's easy and simple. You don't need to study and uh, you're you know, living example of how you're getting the word out there. You're doing such a phenomenal job. I have to acknowledge you, the leadership you have for Touch for Health, that we are about transforming lives as well as our own with these simple procedures. We've been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist, John McGuire. John, how can our listeners contact you? We have about 20 seconds. Okay. Well, Kinesiology Institute, after any social media like YouTube, uh, Kinesiology Institute, uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, we're even on Pinterest, as well as, again, kinesiologyinstitute.com. Go there and get in on the uh, um, free classes, as well as John, J-O-H-N, at kinesiologyinstitute.com. You can uh, send me any questions or messages that uh, I can send you in the right direction. Thanks, John, for joining us on The Underground. Next week, we will be talking about how bioenergetic kinesiology can help those suffering from grief. Join us next Thursday at noon central time for The Underground. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We hope you have learned something you can apply to your own life. For more information, contact www.kellyrichardson.us. Until we talk again.
Have a wonderful week.